Good morning, Houston. This is your H-Town Wheelhouse podcast, giving you a preview of the Rangers versus the Astros series in Houston. The second leg of the Silver Boot series. In this episode, we're going to talk about Cole versus Cole. We're going to talk about the Astros' bats, the return of La Pina, Yuli Gurriel, the master of hair, and what the Astros need to do when the bullpen comes up and who they need to set up as closer. So, come along for the ride. Let's see what's going on today with this series. All right, let's talk about this pitching matchup. You have the Astros. Garrett Cole, who was 1-0, with 22 strikeouts in his first two starts. One of those came against the Rangers, who he held only two hits and one run in seven innings on April 1st. It's interesting. His first outing was April 1st, April Fool's Day, against the Rangers. His second outing against the Rangers is Friday the 13th. He's tossed 13 consecutive scoreless innings. We're hoping that he can keep this streak alive. Now look at Cole Hamels on the other side. On the bump for the Rangers, he's 1-2 with a 5.06 ERA. He does have 23 strikeouts. When he pitched against the Astros, he went three, he allowed three runs in five and two-thirds innings. He's made seven starts against the Astros since joining the Rangers in 2015, and he's three and two with a 3.25 ERA against them. This matchup should be one of the marquee matchups of the day, but I don't think the media is going to pay much attention to Cole Hamels as much as they're going to pay attention to Garrett Cole. Like I've mentioned in other podcasts, he is the one that got away from the Yankees. And I can't quit saying that, and I will never get tired of hearing that. Because they are always kind of the big fish in the pond. And so we got Garrett Cole. I think he's very happy. Brent Strom has helped him out. He has seen in his first win, he saw 22 swings and misses, which was the highest he had had in any game of his career. Thanks to Brent Strom, who is our Jedi master for the team. Now, when I'm looking at the averages up and down the lineup, only one person got a hit off of him, and he's actually not even in the game today, Elvis Andrews. He's injured. But against Cole Hamels, you have Derek Fisher, Marwin Gonzalez, are the only two Astros with an over 300 average against Cole. But the other Astros... And Reddick, Marisnik, Bregman, and Altuve are all batting over 250. So not bad. Um, Evan Gaddis actually is batting 346 against them. I skipped over that with three home runs. So Gaddis likes to face Cole Hamels, as do several of the Astros. In the next segment, we're going to talk about the hot bats, and we're going to talk about Yuli Gurriel, La Pina. Let me correct that. The not-so-hot bats and why we don't need to worry about that. And we're back. Let's talk about La Pina, the not-so-hot bats of these Houston Astros and what they're going to do to the Arlington Rangers in these next three games if things go according to plan. Yuli Gurriel is a big part of this team. He was a big part of this team in the regular season and in the postseason. 
he shed the doubters and shook off the haters, whatever you want to say. Because when he came up from Cuba at 32, a lot of people wondered, is he too old? Has he really not faced that good of pitching? Is it major league quality style pitching? And he not only hit the ball well last season, but he played well. He played a position that he wasn't normally um, geared to play at first base and did an excellent job. He also has a personality that this team likes and gravitates to. And he's got the support of his teammates, no matter what had happened in the postseason last year. And I believe he's learned from it and grown from it. But he's coming back, and I believe that he's going to be the spark that this offense needs. Now, we worry about the offense, but you've got to realize in three major categories of hitting, we are in the top ten. With batting average, we're number six. And I know we haven't been hitting the ball very well, but we're still up there in the top ten. The Astros want to be one and two in those categories. But we're facing a pitching staff this weekend that ranks 28th and 30th in the key pitching statistics. So these bats will heat up this weekend. They'll be motivated because it's the Rangers. They'll be motivated because Yuli is back. And they'll be motivated because some of those guys want to get those averages up. Heck, Gaddis hit three home runs off of Cole. I guarantee he's going to be chomping at the bit. So how many games will Brian McCann catch? Will he just catch the first two and then Max Sassy catch the third? How are they going to work that? We don't know. It's, it's hard to know exactly what Hinch's plan is going to be, but it looks like that McCann will not catch every game of a series if it goes over two games. So Max Stassi will get a chance. Now remember, with Yuli Gurriel coming back, that means that Fisher Davis um, have got to be sent down. I have not seen a press release on this. But whoever goes down, whoever stays up, the Astros will feel fits this team better. And remember, we still got three or four guys down there in the minors that are killing the ball. Kyle Tucker, A.J. Reed, and Tyler White. So the Astros are stacked in that area, and we're looking forward to a great series. Speaking of closers, we see that there seems to be some debate or discussion regarding Ken Giles' role on this team. Is he the closer? Is he who the Astros need? Well, there's a great article um, credited to Richard Justice, former Chronicle writer and beat writer for the Houston Astros in MLB, where he said he talks about the who are the who's the X factor player for each team? And he names Ken Giles. And this is what he says, and I'm basically gonna read word for word Richard Justice's words on Ken Giles' closer. The Astros are a team with virtually no holes, except possibly at the back of the bullpen. That's the same issue they had during the postseason, and manager AJ Hinch maneuvered around it brilliantly by using starting pitchers and relief roles. Justice goes on to say this season Hinch has enough bullpen depth to get by without having a designated closer, and he might be forced to do that with some of Giles' postseason struggles carrying over into the new season. And the last thing he talks about, he says, but Hinch would like to get a clo his closer back in the kind of groove he was in during the 2017 regular season. 
when Giles made good on 34 of 38 save chances and averaged 11.9 strikeouts per nine innings. That's where a lot of people get it mixed up. They think because of a few bad not starts, a few bad save opportunities, a few long balls here and there, that all of a sudden Giles isn't one of the best closers in baseball. When you save 34 out of 38 games, you are one of the best closers in baseball. The Astros had a lot of late-inning magic, but they still had to finish it off with the pitching. Ken Giles, make no mistake, is still the closer of this team. But until Giles is in a groove, and I believe until A.J. Hinch feels like he is in his spot where he's comfortable, he will go to Davinsky or Peacock. But, I mean, look at Peacock. He faltered against the Twins. He had been smoking the ball, and I can, I can honestly admit, I was one of those, hey, maybe Peacock should be the closer. But why relinquish the role to one of the best closers in recent years in Major League Baseball to someone else who hasn't had that role and doesn't have the mental makeup to do that? So look for Ken Giles if there are close games against Arlington this weekend. Look for Ken Giles to get the ball and the opportunity to get saves. What better way to get the opportunity to get a to get your key closer with confidence than going up against one of the worst offenses in the major leagues? I would put him in there. Heck, I don't care if Adrian Beltre or Shin Cho Chu is up. Shin So Shin Chu Chu. Man, I just butchered that name. I, I apologize, Mr. Chu. But he's one of their hottest hitters right now. Elvis Andrews is out. He was kind of heating up. I mean, who's he afraid of? Joey Gallo, a career 180 hitter who hits a home run once every 40 at-bats. I mean, come on. That's okay. With, I'm going to end on this. Ken Giles is the closer of this team until A.J. Hinch removes him as the closer. They will close by committee until Giles is in his groove. But once Giles is in his groove, you watch. All the, naysay, all the naysayers and all the people who don't like Ken Giles will definitely fade into the background and go, oh, we love Ken Giles. We liked Ken Giles before we didn't like Ken Giles. Kind of like a flip-flopper on Capitol Hill. All right, well, hey, that's all for today's podcast. Thanks for listening. Please like, applaud the podcast. Um, hopefully within the next week or two, I'm going to be bringing on a friend of mine, Travis Smith. Um, We worked out some things, and I'm going to try to see if I can get him on with me, and we'll get a little conversation going, and maybe it'll grow from there. Share this with your friends. Tweet it out at H-Town Wheelhouse underscore at H-Town Wheelhouse. Sorry, H-Town underscore Wheelhouse is my Twitter handle. This is Brett Chancy. Looking forward to a series sweep for the Houston Astros. Y'all have a great Friday.